0: you've probably heard about how much I have abused my body and myself over the years. And so my health is a really important value that I have in my life. You probably know that healthy people drink more water. And so I always was just in denial about how much water I drank. And I realized, guess what, there's an app for fucking everything. And this is the app that I use To track my water. So, this is another one of the apps that I do allow notifications on my phone. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I wanna welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole Life Lessons from 12 Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting LLC, where I coach people on how to develop healthy boundaries. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 169 Top Apps to Keep You Happy, Joyous, and Free Revisited. Back in 2020, on episodes 69 and 70, I shared my top apps to keep you happy, joyous, and free. And I got a request for something like that again. So I thought I would revisit it. And what I did was I made a list of the apps that I use most frequently. And then I matched it up to the list that I shared in those two episodes. And I took off all the ones that I already listed because you can go back and listen to those two episodes if you want to. I'll put links in the show notes to those. So what I'm going to list here are nine apps that I use now. There's a couple of them that I used back then. I'm kind of surprised I didn't have them on the list. And I'm going to share them in alphabetical order because there's some of them that I, I couldn't pick which ones I like more than the others. And I'm going to start with the app called Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm going to try to put links to these in the show notes. If they do exist online, I'll do that for you. So Blinkist is an app where you can listen to abbreviated versions of books or read the abbreviated versions of books. And it's not just abbreviated. It's like they pick out the juiciest, most important parts for you. And I like this for two reasons. One, I like the idea of someone else culling through a book and picking out the juiciest parts for me especially because I listen almost entirely to nonfiction. And the two areas of nonfiction that I listen to mostly are things that have to do with my business so that I can learn to be a better coach and serve my clients better. And then some kind of personal growth and development or inspiration, that sort of thing, because I'm always trying to be a better person. Now, the thing about Blinkist is you can choose whether or not you want to read these excerpts or whether you listen to them. I like listening to them because I can multitask. It's also why I like to listen to podcasts all the time. And you can get a free version of Blinkist, but if you pay the annual fee, then I'm pretty sure it's an unlimited number of books that you have access to. So that's the version I have. And I've really enjoyed that because I can read quote, read a bunch of books a lot more quickly by listening to them and listening to excerpts than I'd be able to. I think for me personally, if I could plug my brain into the internet and download the whole thing, that would make me really happy. The next app I want to talk about is Calendly. And I have a lot to say about Calendly because I fucking love this app. If you are someone who needs to make connections with people and set appointments with people on a regular basis, This is the app for you. This is one that exists both online, um, on the computer and as an app. And I love having both. I mostly use it on the computer, but I also send links to people. And I allow the Calendly app to have notifications on my phone. Most of my apps, I have notifications shut off. But I like the Calendly app because I want to know when people are hopping onto my calendar. So I've said all that, but I haven't really told you what it is. So it's a scheduling app. And the way that it works is you integrate it with your calendar, whether it's Outlook or iCalendar or Google Calendar, whatever. And you put specifications on the type of appointment that you are setting up. And Calendly accesses your calendar. If there's something already on it, it skips over that time and it finds a time for the person who's looking for an appointment on your calendar within sp- certain specifications. So for example, most of my appointments, I, I give the instructions from 9am to 6.30pm Monday through Friday, and then 10am to 6.30pm on Saturday, and then 1pm to 9pm on Sundays. So it looks between those times, and then it skips over any appointments that I already have on my calendar. So that in itself is amazing. The other thing that it does, one of the many other things it does, is it integrates with other apps. So I can set up a Zoom meeting by someone just scheduling through Calendly. I have it integrated with my Zoom account. It sets up a calendar invitation with the person and a Zoom meeting, and both they and I get an appointment on our calendar with the Zoom information in it. You do have the option to connect with people using things other than Zoom like phone or go to meeting or something like that. I mostly use Zoom. Though one of the types of appointments that I have as an option in my Calendly is I do a 20-minute chat with Barb. The person who's signing up gets to choose whether they want that to be on the phone or on Zoom. Most of the rest of my appointments, I think in fact all of them are Zoom calls. And so when I say different types of appointments, here's what I mean. So I do a lot of networking. So I have a 30-minute networking link and I have a 60-minute networking link. So when I first meet someone, I don't know if I want to spend an hour of my time with them. So I will share the 30-minute networking link with them. And then if it's somebody that I want to spend a chunk of time with, I will give them the one-hour link. So Calendly will look for a one-hour space for them to sign up for me. But if I share the 30-minute link with someone, then it only looks for a 30-minute link, obviously. Another really cool thing I do is I use it for my clients all the time. So I have a 30-minute Better Boundaries call. This is for people who think that they might want to do coaching with me. And what's cool about this particular appointment I have is that I have some questions built in that I'd like for them to answer for me before they set up the appointment. So I know a little something about them before we hop on the call. Another way that I use it with clients is I have it integrated with my payment processor, Stripe. So for example, I do a 90-minute romantic boundaries intensive coaching session for which I charge people. So when they go to pick an appointment out, they pick out the time, but they can't actually sign up for the time until they pay. And they pay me right on Calendly, and then they can get onto my calendar. So Calendly is amazing and I absolutely love it. The next app that I want to talk about is called Drink Water Reminder. So you've probably heard about how much I have abused my body and myself over the years. And so my health is a really important value that I have in my life. You probably know that healthy people drink more water. And so I always was just in denial about how much water I drank. And I realized, guess what? There's an app for fucking everything. And this is the app that I use to track my water. So this is another one of the apps that I do allow notifications on my phone. So for me, based on my weight, I should be drinking eight eight ounce glasses of water every single day. I don't necessarily get to eight every day, but I get a lot closer more days by keeping track of what I'm doing. Personally, I like to start out my day by having at least three, if not four glasses of water really before I get out of bed. And when I say get out of bed, I mean after I do like my prayer and my meditation and my journaling and all that stuff. So that way I'm able to get in my eight glasses of water a day. And also, um, I mostly drink water throughout the day and drink water with my food because if I don't, I'm really not going to get my eight ounces, excuse me, eight glasses in. Another app that helps keep me happy, joyous and free is really three apps. So these are the games that I play. And I know that for some people, game apps can be a no-no because they use them to dissociate with I actually use them to kind of like take a break with my brain. And so my favorite game is called Wordscapes. It's kind of like a word jumble game. I find it very satisfying. And then my second favorite is Solitaire. I've played that. I played it with actual cards when I was growing up. And then I learned how to play it on the computer. And then I also have another app that's called CardGames.io, And I play Yahtzee on this because I played Yahtzee a couple times in the last couple years and I realized I fucking love that game. I grew up playing that game and I just really love it. And I thought, I wonder if you can play that on the phone by yourself. And it turns out you can. So this cardgames.io app has dozens of card games, but I only play Yahtzee with it. I use the games to help keep me sane. The next app I want to talk about, really, this is also two apps. This is Google Keep and the Notes app on my phone. If you're not familiar with Google Keep, it's a Notes app, but you can also access it on the computer, which is what I love about it. And then there's a built-in Notes app on my phone, and that I cannot access on the computer. So the things I have in the Notes app are things that I'd be willing to lose. They're not as important to me but for both of them what's mostly on there are things that i can copy and paste and plop either into a text message or an email or something like that for example on google keep i have all of the hashtags that i use on a regular basis i have links to different pages on my website so i can just copy that that web page address and plop it into an email or into a text message or into an instagram message I also have things like my affirmations in Google Keep. And then on my notes app, I have, um, for example, I have links to the page on my website that has a bunch of free resources on boundaries. I have that in Google Keep too, but it's just the URL in Google Keep. On my notes app, I have some notes because I very frequently on Instagram get people Uh, you know messaging me about how helpful the stuff that I give them about boundaries is and so I say to them hey if you like that you would probably enjoy this page with free resources on boundaries and so I have the language as well as the link there and that way I can just plop that into a chat and then I can edit it to tailor it specifically to that person but I don't have to reinvent the wheel and type things over and over and over again The next app I want to talk about is called LastPass. This is a password manager app. I've used this for years. Before I used it, I used to keep a document in Dropbox called, guess what? Passwords, not very secure. And I knew for years that I needed to have a password manager. And I finally got LastPass. I originally used the free version, but only for a couple months because then I learned that the paid version was $12 a year. It's now $36 a year, but it's worth every penny because not only do you keep all of your different passwords secure and all you need is one password to get into it, it also generates those crazy passwords, you know, the ones that are safer that have multiple different kinds of characters and upper and lowercase letters. So you get the secure passwords, you don't have to remember them. And I use Firefox as my browser of choice and it integrates with Firefox. So I can have LastPass remember my passwords and plop them into the username and password box for me. And I really, really appreciate this. And I went to a seminar probably three or four years ago now. And there was a bunch of like internet security people there. And they were all talking about this is like the number one app that might not be the case anymore. But, you know, I had one friend say like, oh, all people have to do is break into that. They have to know that one password and they have everything in mind. And I was like, you know, that's a really good point. But the security folks were saying, you know, number one, you need to have a really super secure password for the LastPass app. And two, you want to change it on a regular basis. So there's that. Then the next app I want to share about is called Telegram. This is um, it's actually called Telegram Messenger. And this is another one that exists both on the computer as well as on the phone. And what I like about this one is that it is a voice memo and texting app whereby you can connect with people, but they don't need to know your phone number. This is another app where I allow the notifications on my phone. I use it with my private clients. So my private clients have a channel that's just them and me. They can message me 24-7, either through a voice memo or through a text. And you can drop links and all that and put pictures and all that kind of stuff in there, which is really wonderful. And then I also use it as a broadcast channel for my membership community. So my membership community is called Secure, Loved, and Brave. We have three group coaching calls per month via Zoom. So at the beginning of the month, I send them the dates for the calls for that month. So it's always the first and third Thursday. And then the third call is on a different time. And I send them the Zoom links for the month so that they can put those dates on their calendar if they don't already have them. And then the day of the call, they also get a reminder with a Zoom link. So all they have to do is open up the app, hit the Zoom link, and they're they're in on the call. And I really love that. And I love having that one-on-one contact with my clients. They don't use it very often, but when they do, they super need it. And it feels really great to be able to be there for them. The next app is Trello. So I use this um, mostly on the computer, but I do also use the app as well. I know that I barely use the tip of the iceberg in terms of what Trello is capable of. But I use it with my clients as well. So, for example, with my private clients, we have a private Trello board just between the two of us. It's where I upload the curriculum assignments for their better boundaries coaching with me. I upload the slide decks after we have our calls and they get their presentations. Their boundary goals are listed there. If they have any particular things they want to be held accountable for, they put them on there and that sort of thing. And then the other place that I use the Trello board is in my membership community, Secure, Loved, and Brave. So I have a shit ton of resources that I have created over time for my clients. So these are things like journal prompts, worksheets, handouts, that sort of thing. And I have kind of three different categories. So there's a one category that I call living your life on purpose resources. Then I have like how to resources. Then, oh, actually there's four areas. Then there are the general resources. And then I just recently added a whole slew of resources that are workplace related. I never used to include those on there, but because I now do a group coaching program that I couldn't think of another name of, so I call it the Goals and Accountability Group. So it's entrepreneurs, and in the group, we meet once a month for an hour as an entire group to set goals for the month and to support each other on those goals, and we do some networking during that time. And then the other weeks of the month, each one of those individual entrepreneurs gets to do a private one-on-one coaching session with me for 15 minutes. So during that time, I motivate, inspire, and help hold them accountable towards their goals. And that because I do so much networking with entrepreneurs, I also do a lot of connecting people to people. So, um, I have connected somebody to an architect that they needed to draw up some plans for them. Someone needed a website person. Someone needed a coder. Someone needed a grant writer. Like I refer people to these kinds of people all the time, website developer and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, the people that are in my group are my preferred vendors of choice for the services that they do. So the folks in that group are also in Secure, Loved, and Brave automatically. And when I started that group, I decided I was going to add the workplace-related resources. Now, the last app that I want to talk about is called Wonderground, W-U-N-D-E-R-G-R-O-U-N-D. It's a weather app, and it's the favorite one I have ever used in my life. And here's why, because it gives me a level of detail that none of the other apps I've ever used gives me and it doesn't give me shit I don't want. So when I open it up, the first thing I see is what's happening right now in terms of temperature, precipitation, and wind. Then I scroll down and I can see the radar map. Then I see the week ahead and then I can look hour by hour at the day. And I know lots of apps do that, but the thing I like about this one is it not only tells me the temperature and the wind, but it tells me the inches of precipitation by the hour. So sometimes you'll look at a thing and it'll say, oh, there's 100% chance of rain all day tomorrow. But then when you get to look at the inches, you see the entire day's precipitation is gonna be like, a tenth of an inch. So I love that information because that's really different than being an entire inch of rain. So I use this all the time, because I like to be prepared, you may be getting that from a lot of the apps that I'm talking about, that they have to do with me keeping organized and being prepared and sort of living my life on purpose, as I say. So I want to know, like, do I need to wear a jacket? Can I wear sandals? You know, is it going to rain? So I know what I'm going to wear. I know what's coming up for me when I look at the weather app. That is it for this revisited top apps to keep you happy, joyous, and free. You know, as you can tell, much of it has to do with me managing information or keeping organized in some other way. I find it very difficult to live life on purpose without being organized in some fashion. Now, I know that I am more of a planner than many people, but I think if you really want to live your life on purpose, if you want to have a life that's fulfilling, then you have to plan to some extent in order to live on purpose. So I hope that this will help you to keep your life happy, joyous, and free. was recently reminded by a friend that when I first started recovery, I didn't feel lovable. I almost can't believe that I used to feel that way and that I kind of forgot something so profound because I truly love myself now. And I want that for everybody. If you don't love yourself, there's literally nothing that can make up for that. I created something exclusively for my private clients since many of them don't love themselves. And I've now opened up my private vault to share it with up to 10 people individually. It's called the Self Love Sprint. You'll grow to love yourself and truly feel worthy. So you can stop saying yes when you really want to say no. Stop neglecting yourself and putting everyone else first. Stop saying all kinds of nasty shit to yourself. That is not what people who love themselves and feel deserving do. You'll stop being afraid that others will think that you're selfish for taking time to care for yourself. This is also for you if you don't really know who you are because you've always been such a fucking chameleon. Go to higherpowercc.com slash lovesprint remember I'm only offering 10 of these, so don't wait. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're gonna love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-release podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higherpowercoaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.